0: Whoever you are, you're certainly persistent.
1: Not really. We just like bright, sparkly objects like that bracelet. You'd risk dying for a bauble? It works with my outfit. Hey there, everybody. Welcome back to another Pure Fandom Podcast. I'm Brad. And I'm Court. Tonight we'll be
0: discussing the latest Legends of Tomorrow episode, which originally aired Thursday, April 29th.
1: Yep, but first, just want to remind you good people out there that you should go over and check us out over at purefandom.com. A lot of great writers over there. If there's a show or movie that you love, there's a 99.99% chance that someone over there is writing something amazing about it. Check out the articles and reviews. Court just put out her Outlander recaps and a pretty cool top 10 list for Lucifer. Also check out My Theory on the Navy and Fear the Walking Dead. We won't see it, but it may happen. And we just dropped our 12 Monkeys uh, recap here recently also.
0: Yeah, and I'm working on my Lucifer recap for the season finale right. from um, the first finale that aired Monday. And season two is coming back soon, so I'm really happy. Sweet.
1: So anyhow, Court, let good people know how they can reach us.
0: Well, if you need to reach us, uh, you can find me over at Twitter. I am at Jindev. He's at Brad ZB. Be sure to follow at Peer Fandom as well to keep up to date on the latest articles that have been posted. Also, be sure to use the hashtag Pure Fandoms when talking about the show or a show so we can chat along with you. Check out Pure Fandom on Facebook as well and get in on the conversation. Let us know what fandoms you're most interested in hearing and reading about. So, this week's episode was one... 13 and it was titled leviathan and that's get all topic which we can totally do um that's the title of one of my favorite old 80s movies monstery thing so um i expected to see like a large sea monster in this episode and i was kind of bummed when there was no large sea monster
1: yeah no big sea monster in this one i haven't seen yeah. that movie in years
0: I, I saw it recently it was on netflix
1: Did it still hold up to the time
0: <laughs> mostly except at the end when peter well is fighting a thing in the ocean
1: oh yeah yeah.
0: But, of course, he has that cool one-liner at the end, which makes up for it completely. Right. And that lady with the freaky eyes. Whatever happened to her? I need her to be in things.
1: I don't know. But anyhow, what about this episode?
0: Well, this episode, again, it had no sea monster in it, which was a bummer. Um, but it was episode 113. And in this episode, Rick, Rick, Rip takes the team to London in the year our lord of 2166. Three days before his family is killed. Bummer. He believes this to be their final opportunity to take out Savage, who is unfortunately at the height of his power. However, the team discovers two key elements in defeating him. Savage's daughter and the means to kill Savage once again, or once and
1: for all. Once again. again, Because
0: they keep finding ways to kill him, but they can't do it.
1: Yep. He keeps getting swept up and taken away.
0: Yeah, and the ocean by the sea monster.
1: Exactly. Exactly.
0: <laughs> this episode was directed by Gregory Smith and it was written by Sarah Nicole Jones and Ray Udronachi.
1: Well, I don't know about you, but for being such a big episode, this one really didn't pay off for me. I mean, we got back to the Vandal plotline, but it was kind of like,
0: eh. You want to know something interesting? What's that? I was dreading watching this episode because, again, Vandal.
1: Because Vandal was in it. The main plot line of the entire season was in it. Oh, God, it's a Vandal episode.
0: He's my least favorite thing about this show. (laughs) But I actually found myself really enjoying most of it. Some of it I kind of would phase in and out of paying attention to it. But there were parts of it that I really, really, really loved. And you probably know what parts those are. Um, And I'm not just talking about Hawk love because that was awesome. I thought Sarah was really great, and oh my God, there is a Savage that I love, and her name is not Vandal.
1: Oh God, yes. We could just go straight into that whole entire thing if you want to.
0: Yeah, we can do Um, that, because I want there to now be a spinoff, and it's going to feature Cassandra Savage, and it was a Cassandra, and the Rebels.
1: Right. And see, that's the whole entire thing on this episode, was I was so much more invested in Vandal Savage's daughter. Who mm-hmm. we just met for like fifteen minutes, than I have been with him the entire series.
0: You know, I think they understand that because we saw way more of her than we did, than we saw of him last night, which I I liked, I enjoyed very
1: much. But it's like you know, she's like everybody else; she's not going to show up again. She's done. It's over with.
0: Yeah, unfortunately, unless they somehow bring her back with them,
1: I it's hard to tell what's going to happen with that. I think she's going to be fighting here. Her dad's forces but i mean that whole entire thing with connecting better with another character than the main lead bad that just shouldn't happen that's i don't know what happened there
0: well it's keeping with my theory they do female villains very well all the female villains we've seen have been awesome um our lady fiery firestorm or our russian firestorm right would you call her red sonya R-
1: yeah red sonya <laughs>
0: Red Sonya was awesome, and then we just had the pilgrim who was kick ass, and now we have uh, Mrs. M- or Little Miss Savage. Like she was great.
1: I yeah, I loved her. She was awesome. The little snark connection there too was pretty yeah. good. Yeah, that was really you know, cool. Bad daddies and all that stuff. Yeah. I honestly, I think this episode was more of like a filler episode. You know, and I think this is my problem with the episode. It was a plot driven episode versus mm-hmm. uh, the character driven plot, right? Mm-hmm. And it's yeah. like they were forcing everything into this episode.
0: Well, it's that thing that we talked about earlier in the season where it felt like the episodes they were writing are really two-hour long episodes. So you had the first hour, which is building up into the second hour. Mm-hmm. So it really should be a two-parter. Like the, the this entire series so far has been just a bunch of episode cliffhanger. And then climax.
1: But even with the two parter episodes, they were better off than this one was. This I, this episode is by far my least favorite episode of the entire uh, season.
0: And it's one of my favorites. Finally, Kendra came in on her own. Like I'm not even talking about with the uh, Carter stuff or whatever. Him popping up later, her finally growing as a character and finding, I guess, her strength and using that awesome mace. I Hmm. thought that was really cool. Like, that was my favorite fight scene of her so far in the entire series.
1: I Actually, see, this is my whole... I thought she did great as a character. Yeah. The thing that I was disappointed with was the fact that all that development that she had on this totally went out the window when she saw Hawkman. So, her going through this whole thing of saying, you know... I can control my own destiny and all this. I'm going to be with Ray. I'm going to be this person. And the moment she sees him, she's like, Oh, and back to being a barista one more time.
0: And Brad, remember what I said Mm. that I couldn't get invested in Kendra and Ray and all that crap that she was saying. I did not believe it because I had a feeling that Carter would be back. The more they kept doing that and the more they kept doing the flashbacks, I was like, Carter's coming back soon. So I could not get invested in that at all. And They've been connected for for millennia. Millennia? Millennium? Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Millennium. Uh, But they've been connected for all that time. There is no way that she was going to end up just letting him go like that.
1: I see. It's the, the... I just think it just kind of ruined all that development that she had because it literally just put her back to square one.
0: For me, it didn't ruin it; it just complicated it, which is what they wanted to do anyway. That's been what they've been driving to with this whole Ray thing. The the like I said, the reason I couldn't, I can't connect with Ray and Kendra as much as you have. Is because it, it, for me, you think Hawk Love is forced, and I feel like Kendra and Ray are a little forced just because how much they've accelerated it. This we're only on episode 13 of this series so far, and like they're engaged already. They've been dating for what four episodes, five episodes, and granted, again, they had two years together. It's two years that the audience hasn't seen and didn't really get a chance to connect with them as much as if it had been another show. And it could be a case of what, you know, what the writing is doing or not doing for them.
1: I think it may be that. I think it may be the writing and the whole thing. Because I know I was, you know, team uh, Kendra and Ray. But I knew it wasn't going to happen. Because you knew he was going to come back at some I'm point saying,
0: and So as soon as they start dropping hints that he was, like, with the flashbacks and everything. And then at, remember when, when they came in, for me, when, when I started to lose my fire, for Kendra and Ray, was when they came back and got them from the fifties, and he was all glum and bummed about it, and she was all happy. Yeah, let's go, let's go adventure, Is and she- like, oh god, she's not invested in this as he seems to be.
1: Right, I got jeans and, on already.
0: <laughs> right, exactly. And then they had, they did that when they showed the um, previously ons earlier in the episode last night. Mm-hmm. They showed that scene again where. She was talking to Ray, and uh, he was like, yeah, you feel like you're cheating on me by having these dreams about him. She was like, no, Ray. I feel like I'm cheating on him by being with you. Duh. Mm -mm. Duh. Like, I can't. I can't. I'm sorry. So, earlier, we were were texting, and uh, we were talking about where this could go for them. You think that they'll end up leaving the show. And remember, we talked about the possibility of this if they end up switching out characters next season like we thought they were. Right, um, but I, I don't think so. This is a the CW; they thrive on love triangles. So I don't, they they built up this love triangle, and I don't see them letting it go.
1: See, that's it, my only problem with bringing uh, Hawk Guy back: is somebody has to leave the show. We can't have this. I'm sorry, we can't have these uh, this many characters on a show. They've done a good job at you know keeping it going, but we kind of. When we lost Carter and we lost Mick, everything mm-hmm. seemed to be working really good then. And we had Mick come back. Mm-hmm. And now it's still working we, great. But it's really gone on the, on the down low for a lot of the characters, especially in this episode. Because we really didn't have much from a little bit of Snart, a little bit of Mick, a little bit of Sarah. And, and again, I
0: think that's something with the writing. Because last week, we had those same amount of people and it was still great.
1: Okay, so... It could very well be the the writing on it then,
0: yeah. Because it was, and then it's also what you said. Like this was them. This was basically filler, and them building up to next week's episode, which it should involve everybody.
1: Well, I hope it involves everybody a little bit more because everybody kind of. It was just okay. Let's look at this. this basically, Mick Burton a few things. Sarah fought some stuff. Jacks coached Ray. Mm-hmm. Rip. uh Almost saved his family again, but totally failed. And time said, "Nope, you're not going to do it either." <laughs> uh, Stein promised chocolate to English kids, but then didn't deliver, and as a result, got a shiv in his side because you know. <laughs> and then he slept through the entire episode. Because yeah, what did they we took learn?
0: Take their candy seriously.
1: Uh, what did we learn last episode? You don't mess with the future English kids because they'll catch you.
0: They really will.
1: It wasn't an accident when they were being attacked by giant robot man. It was he got he got stabbed. I'm telling you, <laughs> over some chocolate. Where's me chocolate, go wanker? <laughs> so,
0: yeah, but I, I, I'm with you, and I'm, I'm I'm hoping that they go back to form because the show again has been getting really interesting since Mick came back, and I'm hoping with this new version of Carter and him not having his memories that it won't be just a case of what we saw before.
1: See now, what I'm hoping for is Carter is mm-hmm. a new big bad.
0: That's not and he's happen.
1: been totally brainwashed by Vandal, uh-huh. which the brainwashing should—he's one lifetime—he should take like uh, two, three hours for them to undo. <laughs> of course, because you know it took Mick like a day and a half. So two, three half hours a day. tops. They'll have it done by lunch. Yeah, but I—I I would like it, and this is even better. I would like it if he was the big bad. You know, if he—he he came back to it, and he was that invested in Vandal, and like Vandal said, he didn't know who Kinder was or anything like that, and he just got going, however...
0: Brad, can I say, can I interrupt you though? Yeah. I don't know that that actor can carry off being a big bad. Well,
1: this is what I said. This is kind of where I was going to. I don't think that it can happen because they're in there fighting with everybody in the place, right? Mm -hmm. Everybody has helmets on. Sarah's kicking them in the head. You know, Mick Mick and Snart are burning them. Rip is shooting them, I guess. And uh, and, and he comes there to get Kendra. She hits him once, his helmet falls off. This Carter doesn't even know how to lock his helmet down correctly.
0: Because he's brainwashed. Because
1: he, that's what it was. He's got brain issues because he can't lock his helmet down. Everybody else can. He can't do it. Never he's once so has Ray had his helmet fall off. That's just a totally saying.
0: different helmet.
1: I, it's a helmet. It's, still, it's, it's a hat. I'm just saying.
0: <laughs> well... One other thing with the flashbacks and Carter, and then we, we can move on to something else, I swear. Like, this was maybe my favorite uh, Hulk girl and Hulk guy flashback. But are, are their names just Kendra and Carter for the most part in all of their lives?
1: I think so, because it makes it easier for us.
0: It makes it easier for us or for the writers to keep things straight?
1: Exactly. Okay.
0: Well, Well, we did learn that they've been married in eight other um, carnations. So not all of them they've been married, but at least in eight they've been married. And then her wedding presents or her anniversary presents are always weapons. So that was awesome.
1: Well, I think it does make sense to have them named Carter and Kendra just to stick with it. So if you're bringing somebody in mid-season or whatever, they're not going, hold on, why is her name that? Why is is she Wilma? (laughs) You know, (laughs) why is he he, uh, uh, Barney? I don't know why this is. And just keep, in, you know, also for consistency, you know, farther down, when they're taking their notes, they can know who's who and not right. screw up somewhere and call them the wrong name and the wrong error or whatever and have people like us going, you know, that wasn't the right name. Yeah. So, so we, um,
0: so- the group are legends. They end up in the future, of course, and they try to take down Rip, not Rip, Vandal Savage. And Rip doesn't go to save his family. Why do you think?
1: Well, he explained that.
0: What do you think?
1: Because uh, he's already there. I don't, <laughs> he said basically every time that he went to save his family, time said no. And they died every single time. And now he knows that there is no way that he can save them without killing Vandal. Okay.
0: So he tried it over and over again, and it was all Final Destination, basically. Well,
1: yeah, yeah, that's what he said. I mean, every time he tried it, this happened, this happened, this happened. Every time they died, which is something that we got from 12 Monkeys as well. Yeah. For those of you who watch 12 Monkeys. Awesome show. One of the 12 said, you know, time, time well, it's something like it was a quote, of something like time makes it, set. only time makes time happen it's whatever. Basically the same thing he was talking about. You can't mess with time because it's already set and will fix itself occasionally
0: you had a great question earlier um about the things that happen in flash time sometimes with those little creatures
1: oh yeah this is part of my speaking about yeah we'll go with that so this is part of our texting back and forth that we do when we're supposed to be working um if you watch the arrow and this isn't a huge spoiler or anything flash flash I was close. CW. If you watch uh, the uh, CW, Barry has uh, jumped through time a couple times. A couple times. And it has come up with some interesting uh, repercussions on it. There are these things called time race that come and get you. Yeah, they look like little floating ghost things. But they will come and kill you if you do it too much. So I was trying to figure out, so if that's happening in the CW, and we know it's in the same world because everything's connected. Right. Why don't these time race come and get any of the time masters? Which led me to the other idea of the fact that these time race are actually like the watchdogs for the time masters that they send out over people who screw around with time that they just don't notice.
0: So they're the ones that sick those damn gremlins on my Barry Allen.
1: I think so. That does it make sense. They gotta be from somewhere. They would have to know what a time wraith is. So I'm just saying if the time travelers are moving around, why not? Why wouldn't it be part of their thing? They already do the, uh, the Omega protocol and will totally evaporate you from your childhood. So,
0: Well, I'm thinking maybe it has something to do with the fact that they're traveling on a ship. And maybe Gideon has some kind of built-in deflectors, perhaps. Whereas Barry, when he goes through time, it's just him and his suit.
1: I, yeah, I don't know. It's it, They still go through... Their vortex is different than, well, no, that was a vortex going into the uh, Earth too. But is it the same? I mean, it kind of, that one vortex they're traveling through kind of looks a little bit the same. Yeah, it
0: erupts in time.
1: We'll we'll, we'll have to tweet one of the uh, writers or director and say, dude, what's up with the time race, man? (laughs) (laughs) Just curious where they're at. Tell us more. Speaking about Flash. Mm Mm-hmm. And this goes back to my whole Vandal thing about, you know, I don't care about Vandal. Nobody does. They need to really consult with the Flash writers more and probably the Arrow ones too, but I don't know their names. Because in the Flash, Thawne and Zoom are villains you can be invested in and you want to see more of them and you're, oh, cool, they're on screen. Oh, my God, they're doing that. Oh, my God, he's standing up. You know, one of those things. Mm -hmm. With Vandal, I'm like, oh, look, he's got the same haircut.
0: Oh, he's back. Yeah, Same there he is.
1: Yeah, crap. Next week without him, oh, cool. Oh,
0: yeah. <laughs> they're gonna fight him and lose. Okay, right.
1: yeah. <laughs> so that's you know, that's basically where I'm at with him. It's like these other vil- uh, these other villains, mm-hmm. they're awesome. I agree. And Zoom, we're still talking about Zoom, and we're but, we're, but
0: we're saying that, and we we've, we've said already that they can do good villains. Right. They just they have to do the
1: good villains. So maybe next year we can have a good villain.
0: I can't wait. I'm excited. I I believe we'll get a different villain and therefore a good villain.
1: God, I hope we did. Nothing to do
0: with the actor. I just think it's, it's the character.
1: Oh, no, I think the actor's brilliant when he plays a part is he plays a part really well. He's a great actor. Mm -hmm. It's the character. Definitely. The giant, the giant,
0: the giant with a little logo on his chest.
1: Yeah. Uh, the, by the way, that little logo, if you notice it's kind of like the Palmer industries logo.
0: Yeah. It looks a bit like it. It's Adam. Yeah,
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's an Adam. Uh, or a little Ray there. Apparently his industries just go evil all the time, but oh well.
0: So yeah. here's my question.
1: It, it was cool. I liked the fight scene. I was very Pacific Rim mm-hmm. with Rip growing up all big and, you know, not worrying about his uh insides blowing up or whatever. Mm-hmm. I liked the scale that they did it in. It had that nice slow movement because, you know, you're big. There's a lot of stuff going on True and all that stuff. But my big question is he's the Atom, okay? Shrink down, go inside, cut the power supply, done. Why all the fighting? It just That's the part that only got me on it. I know it was like, it's really cool looking, but it just seemed there was like a way easier way to destroy the giant guy than to, you know, go fist to fist with him.
0: It was very, honey, I shrunk the kids.
1: Oh, exactly. And that was, I think the biggest part was it gave like, you know, Jax something to do. He was like the cheerleader of the group there.
0: Yeah, what you call them, the, him, real steel?
1: Oh, real steel.
0: <laughs> the only thing I can think of uh, that they wanted to vo- avoid is, um. okay, so you have the Atom, and Marvel has, uh, remember, this other movie that we really, really, really liked with a character that can
1: shrink? Uh, Wasp, or no?
0: Oh, yeah, Wasp yeah. or Ant-Man. Ant-Man.
1: Ant-Man, Ant-Man. Yeah,
0: who can shrink, or not... We haven't seen him get, honey, Ash shrunk the kids big, and hope we don't see that. But maybe they wanted a, to avoid that par- parallel. He
1: didn't have the time vortex. But why would they want to avoid that parallel? Because already at, uh, um, Ray can shrink smaller than the Ant-Man. The Ant-Man can yeah. shrink to ant size. Ray was in Kindred's bloodstream, which was awesome.
0: Now, Ant-Man, remember, he got really, really, really small, and then he almost lost himself. Oops, sorry. Spoiler.
1: Oh yeah, he did go. Never mind. Yeah. yeah. Anyhow, but Ray can do that too. Yeah. <laughs> so. Okay.
0: Yeah, because he went in um the bloodstream, right?
1: Yeah? yeah, he was fighting. Yeah. He was uh, stabbing, destroying the pieces of metal he, he in the bloodstream. <laughs> yeah, exactly. She got. He got all up inside her. Oh
0: God. Ew. Move <laughs> on. I,
1: I was talking about the you and you you your Come, dirty mind. On. Move on. Okay, I ain't got nothing else. All
0: right, so that's pretty much all I had to for this week's episode. I didn't hate it.
1: I didn't hate it. I just didn't love it.
0: I feel like I enjoyed it more than a lot of the episodes from the season. It wasn't the best. I thought Pilgrim was up there as maybe the best. Oh, I agree with you. So I think this one was just kind of a middle episode. And like you said, um, maybe an episode kind of bridging its way to next week for more. And I don't know if I I enjoyed it more so because it finally brought back Carter, something I've been saying that was going to happen for forever. And it finally happened. I was happy.
1: We'll have to see. I just want, I want Carter to be kind of a bad character for a bit. I don't want to go through this whole entire thing that we went through with Mick where, one day he's uh, evil, and the next day he's like, fine, whatever you want to do, I'll take care of everybody.
0: I don't think it's going to take him her that long to bring her him back over to her side. Like, he's going to remember who he is. He's going to remember their
1: lives. Yeah, so you think it's going to happen overnight, too?
0: Well, at least within next week's episode, I think. It won't take long. I doubt that it'll take long.
1: So let, let me go with this other fact of something else that I forgot about, and it's a big thing because they're little, they're tiny things. Remember last week in Last Refuge, we couldn't take the young children back home yet because, you know, they had to go kill Vandal now. Yep. Nothing came up about that.
0: Nothing came up about that, and I'm glad you brought that up. So they're walking all around just with their faces out everywhere. Like Vandal wouldn't have, Posted signs of them, or people wouldn't be aware of who they are. And at one point, Kendra even says, I think she spotted us or oh, yeah. spotted you guys.
1: You know, that was that was um, that was smart. He told, she okay. totally looked at him like, How you doing?
0: But yeah, she totally looked at you. And come on, you guys have encountered Vandal so many times already. Of course, people know what you look like. What's wrong with you?
1: So then, the de- so
0: Gideon can't give them some kind of disguise. Like there's well,
1: no um, well, so that that actually fa- that actually answers the whole entire question yeah. of about the children. So they apparently took the kids back then, because if he said if they didn't take the kids back, then they would fall out of time and no one would know who they were. So if that happened, they wouldn't have met each other. All this stuff would have happened. Vandal's daughter wouldn't have known who Star was.
0: Okay. So, yeah, eventually they take them back. That's that same thing that we were talking about before over on the other cast, the monkeys, 12 monkeys. Things have happened already, and they will happen. So th- everything's fixed as how it should be. But so t- at this point in time, they may not have taken the kids back, but down the road they do take the kids back, and so therefore Vandal's daughter recognizes them. So, therefore, so they were put back in time.
1: Instead of, uh, instead of 12 monkeys' time traveling we've moved on to um bill and ted's bogus journey time traveling
0: basically where they were riding around that telephone booth and just dropping people off and picking them up basically that's what we're doing right now
1: the end of it where they were uh fighting what's his name and they dropped the cage on him and he goes i'll drop a key and then we'll go back in time and do this (laughs) then i'll go do this not before we do this (laughs) that's basically what we're saying is happening here
0: pretty much, yeah, this, much.
1: the time travel in Legends of Tomorrow is getting a it's kind it of, goes it's back crazy, and forth. it's yeah, it's not yeah. setting any type of stone,
0: no, not at all. Um, so my favorite lines from this week, mm-hmm. most of them came from Sarah. Sarah's awesome. Uh, at one point, Sarah says, How am I supposed to teach someone to fight with a piece of jewelry? Rip says, Good question. Sarah says, It wasn't rhetorical, and um, <clears throat> Sarah at another point says, Please don't tell me the plan is to walk in a savage citadel and steal it off her wrists. Snart says, All right, I won't tell you that. Okay. And wait a minute, there was another one I had. Kendra says, You need to take our bracelet. And Sarah's like, Are you seriously jewelry shopping right now? Oh yes. Uh uh-uh. uh. So Cassandra says you'd risk your you risk dying for a bobble and Mick is like, it works with it works with my outfit. So I, I love Mick. I'm glad. I'm so glad he's back.
1: I, I do. I enjoy too. him so much. You know, Mick has been one of my favorite people. So there you he. He
0: has the best delivery. Some of the things that Ray says, it doesn't work for him because he can't deliver it. But with
1: Mick, Mick delivers a everything. And, and and uh, you know, Snark just talking delivers everything too. It just this it just Works.
0: Yeah, like they have their patterned like down pat.
1: <laughs> Everybody else is just catching up.
0: Exactly. Um, I Rip. I think he's our most improved character.
1: He is. He's he's getting there. Yeah. Dumb. And
0: like you said, we didn't really get that much with Marty.
1: No, not at all. He was sleeping the whole time because you know
0: he, he needed a nap.
1: That's a good way to put a character out—just eh, sleeping.
0: So, were you worried at one point that he would die?
1: Not at all. Not in the least bit. Didn't have a fear whatsoever that he would die.
0: But you never know, because, like I said, Victor Garber is a man in command yeah. or demand, and like they can like I'm still surprised that the CW um they got him. Like he's an awesome actor. I usually expect to see him his stuff on the bigger networks.
1: I almost think that Firestorm will be the one that leaves at the end of the season.
0: Yeah, especially if my other theory comes to comes comes to life. Yes, And we won't talk about that on here. No, it's It's a different theory. It's my flash theory.
1: Yeah, it's a flash theory. That's actually no one's heard of because we just text about it back and forth.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that's why I wasn't going to say anything on
1: here. (laughs) Okay. If you want to know Courtney's theory, hit her up on the Twitters. Better yet, hit us up on the comments section or something, and we'll let you know all about it because it's an interesting theory. I have my own theory of my own, but, you know, that's what that is, and that's all our own talk. I mean, flash talk. So, If you aren't there already, head on over to purefandom.com. Check out some of the other killer articles posted there. We've got a bunch of different articles there and tons of awesome writers filling up the site with amazing fandom articles.
0: Okay, and again, be sure to check out our other podcast, Sci-Fi Rewind, and we're actually going to record that in a little bit. Uh,
1: And We're also covering Sci-Fi's 12 Monkeys. You can find us as well. You can look us up here on uh, purefandom.com or you can find us, look Pure Fandom on SoundCloud and find us there too.
0: Definitely. So if you have a favorite moment from this week's episode, an idea about what to expect from next week or what's going to happen with Carter and Kendra, or if Sarah is as Team Hawk Love as I am, hit the comments and let us know.
1: Until then, stay safe in time.
0: Totally. Stay away from those wraiths.